0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode six of Expanding World of Tech, where today we're going to talk about fans. Now, it's not the people listening to this. It's not people who like celebrities. We're talking about computer fans. And again, my dad humor has struck through the content that I want to get to and my intro, and it's taken center stage right at the top of the podcast. But before we hop too far into anything, we need to get through the obscure Obscure tech question question of of the week. week. This week's obscure tech question of the week. What's the difference between fans with a 3- and 4-pin connector? Let's just hop right in with uh, all the stuff that we need to know about fans in a computer. We're going to start with the bearing types. So the bearings are basically what allow the fans to spin and not, you know, break. First and foremost, you got rifle bearings, which are also called fluid dynamic bearings. They're the cheapest fans, they're kind of the bottom shelf. You have ball bearings, which are a little bit more expensive. They're used for, like, industry case servers or uh, sometimes radiators, things like that. Uh, Any place where you you need a lot of performance. Now, the last type of bearing we have for the fan is the maglev bearing. Maglev stands for magnetic levitation. These are balanced to create longer-lasting, quieter, and more reliable fans for their lifespan. And these are actually the best for radiators. Now, if you look in your computer, where are you going to find a fan? Well, you have fans that are screwed into your case. Those are called case fans. You have a fan on your CPU cooler. That's a CPU fan. There are fans in your GPU shroud. Those are your GPU fans. There's a fan in your power supply. That's your PSU fan. Some motherboards might have fans on them. You've got your chipset fan, which, you know, the chipset allows the CPU to run. So you need to keep that cool depending on what chipset you have on your board, how high of a tier your board is, how expensive it is. But also on the other side, an expensive board that's meant for overclocking will have VRM fans because those voltage regulation modules get really, really hot when you're overclocking and when you're pushing more voltage through them. Now, the next thing we're going to look at with the fans is the size. You have 80 millimeter, 92 millimeter, 120, 140, and 200. Now, you're going to find all kinds of shapes and sizes of fans between those and outside of that. Those are just the general types of fans that you'll find. You'll probably find... 120s and 140s in your average case and cooler, but from time to time you'll have a 200mm fan. There's some cases that include those in the front if they only want to put one or two fans on a really big case. Next stop is fan speed. Now personally speaking, my fans idle around 400rpm, with a max of around 2300rpm. So, fans can actually go all the way up to 11 or even 15,000 RPM if you want just all the air to be rushing through your computer. However, if you want silent operation, your fans, if they're able to, can go all the way down to 0 RPM, they can just stop moving if they're not needed to blow air. One big thing to remember, the faster the cooler, right? Well, that's not necessarily where that ends. Unfortunately, fan noise is also linked to fan speed. So the faster the fan, the worse the noise. Maybe it's louder, maybe it's a high-pitched whine, you'll always get some kind of coil whine from your fan, unless it's like a really, really expensive top shelf fan that's made to be able to be quiet but also have high speeds. The next thing we're going to jump into here is static pressure. So basically each fan has a rated static pressure. The higher the static pressure, the stronger the fan can force the air through. Now, where, where do you use this? It's important when you're mounting to a CPU cooler, let's say, because you've got the, the heat fins are obstructing the flow of air. Similar to a radiator where you have to blow the air through the radiator to cool it. But also, anytime that you want to mount your fan somewhere where it's obstructed or partially obstructed, like to a hard drive cage or to the side of your case that maybe has some holes in it or something. So anything that obstructs the fan airflow directly. Next up on our agenda is to talk about CFM, cubic feet per minute. It's the measure of basically how much airflow a fan can can put out. Generally speaking, it's the most important spec when it comes to cooling potential because if it can't move a lot of air, even if it's revving at 15,000 RPM, if it can't push much air, then it's not really going to do much in terms of cooling. It's just going to annoy you. And now to get to the answer of the obscure tech question of the week, we're going to talk about the number of pins for your fan connectors. Now, you look at your motherboard, you'll have fan connectors. Some have, you know, uh, most of mine have four pins. I'm like, wait a minute, I've got a three pin fan with a four pin connector. Well, that's not a problem. You can easily connect it on. But what's that fourth pin used for? The fourth pin is for PWM, which is pulse width modulation. So it relays fan speed information to the motherboard and actually allows for software control of your fans. So I can choose for my fans to go a lot faster. Like I said, they usually idle around 400 RPM, but they can go all the way up to 2300 RPM. I can choose to let them go that fast by choosing a different profile in software. I have Corsair fans, so I use IQ. I can make it go to zero RPM. I can make it max all the way out. You know, wherever I want it to be, if I want it to be quiet, I can make it quiet. If I want everything to be as cold as possible, I can do that too. And I'm able to do all of this because of the fourth pin, the PWM pin. And that concludes this week's episode of Expanding World of Tech. I know it was a bit of a shorter one, but I got to crank these out. I'm doing one a week, baby. I'm starting to post them every Tuesday. Not sure what time. Not sure if I can be that specific. But you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv system. That's S-Y-Z. T E M. Uh Discord should be in the description below or you can go to my, my Twitch, drop a follow, then my Discord's down below there. You can tweet at me or follow me at a Die for ADI on Twitter. And I love all your cute faces and I will catch you guys next week in the next episode of Expanding World of Tech. Have a good week.